Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This is the hour of healing power. In this live call-in show, The Healing Hour, I'm going to take your calls and help you get started on your way to your maximum potential. So come on, settle in, listen up, and I'll take your questions head on. Together, we'll find practical wisdom and understanding about what ails you. In The Healing Hour, we'll start your day off right. Insights and practical health knowledge and concepts for how you really live. I'll take your issue and help guide you with the blend of scientific medicine and the esoteric, including shamanic energy medicine. So let's shake off some of that mystery and get started on how to really live. Together, let's get unstuck. So come on and join in, join up, and let me help and let go of what holds you back from being the maximum you the world needs. Take down this call-in number, 1-800-930-2819, and let's get started on the healing hour right now. Hi, everybody. This is Doc Martin. This is the healing hour. This is where we talk about things that are going to hopefully make your life better. And boy, these days, Dr. Pat, we really need it, don't we? I'm telling you, we do. I'm telling you, we do. And one of the things we're talking about today is resilience. Um, And here's what I want to say at the top of this, Sharon. I love the way you're bringing resilience to the spiritual uh, nature that it has within itself. And yet it was such a missed opportunity when resilience was introduced in corporations. You know, it never worked because they were missing what you're going to talk about today. And I guess I didn't realize that the corporate world missed out on that, but resilience is is really when you are at one with your soul and the higher powers. You have you have stamina, you have courage, you have protection, you are standing true and strong. So I don't know how anybody could have ever talked about resilience without bringing that in. But um, anyway, we're going to bring it in. We're going to so, bring it in. But let's put this in context. You're Dr. Sharon Martin. Um, Of course, you're the host of The Healing Hour. Uh, Of course, what you do is if people go to drsharonmartin.com, they're going to see that what you do is bridge the mystical and the scientific. You bridge that gap. But the other thing is you're a doctor. You're an MD. So what we are about to talk about today is not some kind of, oh my gosh, I'm thinking of a word, but I don't think it's the right word. Um, We're not going to talk about some book we're pulling off the shelf and we're going to quote from somebody else. We're going to talk about the real life experience of what's happening today, but what the healing and solution and possibilities might be. And so I just wanted to put it in chaos. So when we open this segment up and you talk about chaos, people understand the person who's talking about it. Well, I see it. Every day in my practice, every one of my patients, and we'll call them clients, um, is so tossed around by the world nowadays. Um, they, you don't know what to believe. One minute you, somebody tells you this fact, and then somebody says this fact, and then somebody will say something that has nothing to do with science at all, and you'll watch a video, and then you're convinced that the government is about to hunt you down and chip you and the whole thing deteriorates into crazy 
crazy town. So it's hard when you don't know what to believe and the world is topsy-turvy. And especially when you see everything in the news, it's about drama, it's about fear. So yes, we're internally in chaos right now. And I see it reflect on people not being able to handle um, taking their medicines, handle their blood pressures because they get so totally even more stressed than they might have been. And the difficulty when you are asked to shelter in place, which scientifically makes sense, but it doesn't help you when you're lonesome and you need to connect with your family. So there's a whole lot going on, a whole lot of spin um, in this that's makes that makes people feel all tumbled around like you got hit by a wave and thrown onto the beach. You know, I, I'm sitting here today and and I'm reflecting upon what we're talking about and why this is important today. But the thing that I want to ask you about and, and it is the thing that hit me over the weekend because you know, I'm usually the kind of person, I'm upbeat, and I really have a positive nature. I think Jessica will tell you that. Um, but there's a side of me also that is this activist, warrior kind of energy, and I've had it my life. I've had this, I've had these two sides to me, right, that people see as opposites. And I'm not sure why they do. But my friends that know me know this part about me. I can be the chillest person on the planet, right? Everything's a possibility. Don't worry about it. You'll be able to cure it. On the other side, they have seen me stand up, march, ride my Harley in a parade. I mean, all of the above, right? And I think what's happening is that the world is in chaos and we feel like there is nothing we can do. That's a different energy. You know what I mean? When you're in chaos and you're empowered, you can find your way through. When you're in chaos and you feel like you have no control, you feel like you're helpless and hopeless, that's the worst. That, that's got to be what you would feel like in prison when you are hypervigilant about the violence all around you and you have literally nowhere to turn. Um, that's not a good feeling. So what we want to do today is show you how you can empower. And then you have control over, at least you have control over yourself. You certainly, you don't have control over Corona, I'm sorry to tell you. Right. But, you know, part of this is what you're going to talk about is how do we go through this and stay calm and sane? See, that's it. You know, it's funny, Sharon, I want you to I want you to comment on this because we are talking about resilience. And I think the word resilience is taken on a different meaning and where we are today. Back in back in the 60s and 70s, resilience had a site. Nobody used it much. But when we rolled right into the 80s in corporate America, everything had to be resilient. By the time we hit the 90s, resilient was the buzzword. And so there were two things that were being said at the same time. We're going to lay off 10,000 people. We're going to repeal. The, the psychological contract of the workplace, and we have to be resilient. So there were, it was like this. It was mm -hmm. like, hire me like a lot of money. We're going to give you like $2 million. Come on in here. We're going to hire you because you're going to talk about resilience. But at the same time, 
you're sitting in a workplace in an office and you're watching people next to you disappear. And one of the things I love is that what you're bringing to the table is different than that. You're asking us to take a look at the world in chaos and what do we have control over? I'm not going to quote you the serenity prayer, but I certainly could. I have a 30-year coin behind me, and I could certainly quote the serenity prayer. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of resilience in that dang prayer. You know, it's interesting, Pat, that that, that prayer and the whole concept, which you know better than I, of AA, I think was literally downloaded as a spiritual a spiritual vibe. Uh, and that that wisdom of knowing what you can control and what you can't, that is really that that makes you sane because otherwise it's crazy town. If you you know if you're constantly fighting against something, you know, you want to fight against the governor who says we should wear masks in public. Well, you can fight all you want. It's not going to make you any happier or calmer. It's not going to make you any more resilient. In fact, you'll probably be more fractured and spun out. Um, so, yeah, it is It is our internal serenity, isn't it? It is. But let me just talk on that because this is really rolls into what you're talking about, about having a vision of what you want. Because some people, right, this is so interesting we are talking about this, right? We're talking about, well, wait a minute. You want me to be sane, right? There's so many things out of alignment. We're searching for what is really important. It doesn't mean when we want to avoid the chaos, it doesn't mean go in a hole. You're still going to believe what you believe. You're still going to try and live your life the way you want it to turn out. But the other stuff has got to fall away. Um, and that is something you don't have any control over. Even if it sounds like, where are they coming from? Like a really good friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, thinks that Bill Gates Foundation's goal is to chip everybody. I completely don't believe that. And yet she feels so fervently about, and it comes under the idea of, are we being, are we being told what to think? Are we being, I, I agree with the energy of do not be one of the masses. China is creating a total robot nation. <laughs> and, you know, so I understand that feeling, but I don't believe Bill Gates wants to chip everybody in order to track you because and that's my belief i figure we can be tracked enough on our iphone i don't have to worry about a chip but anyway yeah worrying worrying about that we already chip the minute we turn on any electronic device yeah facebook but anyway that getting yourself tangled in that external drama does nothing but spin you around inside. So that's what I want to talk about is exactly. how do you keep your boundaries? How do you contain your energy field? How do you source in order to stay full, tapped into something bigger than yourself, 
So you stay sane and that leads to resilience. So let's talk about, you know, one of the things that that you're going to cover today is this idea of the importance to hold a vision of what we want, what we desire, right? Um, But at the same time, we are getting an energy that, you know, it's kind of what for, to what end? Why should I hold a vision for what I desire when I when I don't believe I live in a world that I can accomplish it? So it's 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 a dialogue that if you watch and you follow the dialogue, you get so many variations of that. But doesn't this all contribute? And let me just talk, Lisa, this is my word. We are getting worn down from not having a solution, <laughs> an yeah. internal solution. I'm not talking about a COVID solution, right. but an internal one. And worn down from feeling like we have no say. And that really calls us, you know, I'm just going to digress a minute here. Okay. In, in the ancient Hindu and the mystics of India, they taught and they, ha- they learned that literally what we think is reality is an illusion. I don't want to get, I don't know enough, so I can't, I'm not an expert. Um, But there's a very strong philosophical argument for the fact that all of that outside of us is make-believe. Because what really matters is what, what is in our core. And in order to move forward, however the outside world looks, And I, as right now, as crazy as things are, as tumultuous as the forces in the world, who predicted Corona? Who predicted Siberia to be over 105 degrees? Who predicted the fires that are going on? Um, So that those kinds of forces are in such chaos right now. You have to, I believe, a person should pay attention to how they want their internal structure to be and to make it congruent for what you present to the world. So that's your vision. You want your life to go this way. You try really hard to have what you desire inside to show forth in the outside. But it's a little bit of a paradox. At the same time, you got to watch your boundaries because it is crazy town out there. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think that's why we're talking about resilience today, because I'm finding, you know, and I think you are too, I'm finding myself um, where I'm looking at things that, of course, I've looked at before in my life, but I'm really looking at them in a different way. And, you know, I think one of the things that has been my core issues for a really long time has been you know, when we are misled or misguided, and really that does sound like a victim story, but I think about history and I think about other people that have governed countries that have used misguided information Mm -hmm. and have taken people on a journey horrific in nature of what they've done to other human beings. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm really struck by the, the, the balance between, and I don't use that word balance often, 
but the balance between building resilience from the inside and a need to want to help with the change on the outside. And I'm not sure I'm alone in that, right? Right. You know, there are so many, if you're watching people, there's so many that are attempting to do that. And boy, I'll tell you, that really does create an inner conflict. And what's unfortunate, because I don't want, I am not here to tell these courageous visionaries not to go out and fight and stand up and be activists. Right. But it will, I believe it does come at a cost because you put yourself out there where there's energetic bullets flying. Not necess- not only from the people who disagree with you, sending you um, the evil eyes um, and stuff coming at you on Facebook or or Twitter, but you are standing in the middle of a tornado, the tornado that's bigger than we hu- humans. The energies on the Earth and the galaxy right now are spinning. So you do this. This does come at a cost, and I do think we have to realize that almost all outcomes are up for grabs. That doesn't mean we don't hold our light true, yeah. Because that's the paradox: hold our light true, and how how you remember in the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy's house was <laughs> up in the tornado when it lands. I don't know if it's going to land on top of the witch or not, but um, hold your light true because that's all you can control right now. The rest of it is, is chaos. Yeah. I mean, this is really the opening for the conversation that we're about to have when we come back from break that talks about an ancient, ancient, ancient solution to the world of possibilities, no matter what side you think you're on, what your position is. Is there something that has been so far used over centuries and centuries, which we go back to when we really get up against the wall? What is that? You know, what is the help that's out here for us today? And what are some of the practices that will give us the relief we need in a chaotic world? And, you know, the chaos on the outside is also reflective of the chaos on the inside. When we come back, Dr. Sharon Martin is going to take us on a journey to really talk about what are some of those things that she learned and she teaches to help us bring in the heavy hitters, right? Bring in the big cheese. Of possibilities. Let's take a short break, everybody. All right. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. I just want to mention, if you want to find out more about Dr. Sharon Martin, Doc Martin, please go to our website, drsharonmartin.com. Also, later on in the show, there's a very, very special guided meditation 
very special that we're going to do today to call in the Ascended Masters um, um, to help us all with resilience. I mean, you know, I, I know I do myself need some help, but on the journey to getting there, um, one of the things that you're going to present us with today, Sharon, is given that we've now talked about what that world may look like, you know, what some of the players are in that world, what help, what help is there for us? Is there help for us in a chaotic world? The answer is absolutely yes, but we have to change our perspective. We're going to have to recognize that the help has to be internal within ourselves, in our connection, um, whether you believe in a soul, whether you believe in a higher power, whether you believe in God, the resilience is going to come from recognizing your, we as humans hold a unique spot in the cosmos. We are literally the bridge between earth and sky, between heaven and earth. So we, we, our whole process of creation and how we live our lives is inspiration. So downloading ideas from spirit and then into action. So if you can get that link very solid where you continue to source from the heavens, source from the earth, that gives you the strength to then go out to the outer world. The outer world is not something that you have control over right now, not in the big stuff. The outcomes are up for grabs, but you do have the power. And when you initiate these actions, you will gain more strength, pow internal power to join up with the helpers. I call them the helpers. So the big guns, your higher self, if you believe in God, do you have angel guardians? Do you have spirit guides? The big, the big guns that give us that unspoken assistance, that unseen assistance, and the power of literally linking up with the earth. And I can't stress that enough because we literally electromagnetically, energy field, vibrationally, are connected to the minerals, the rocks, our atoms and molecules vibrate exactly as the components of the earth. So you can really um, get rid of all the excess short circuiting of your energy field and build a strength welling up from you in being present with nature. And those are the ways that you can make your internal world one of no chaos that's the only way i believe the best way we are as humans are going to make it through what we see on the outside that is totally wackadoo right now you know sharon one of the things too is that this aspect of what you bring forward is certainly you know a conversation for the world we live in today but it's also based on wisdom you know that goes so far back into how life has been lived and the challenges of life. And, you know, conversations, even conversations from people we, we, 
look, there have been people that we know by name, right? Einstein, Jung. And when we think about them, those two, just those two, is a common thread between them. And as a matter of fact, a little known fact is that Carl Jung was primarily responsible and is considered a founder for Alcoholics Anonymous because of what he did and suggested years, years back. And he said, I can't help this person. They need a spiritual awakening, a spiritual experience. And you know, that, that one idea you got beat up for. So when you come out boldly, the way you and I are talking about, you know, this is really calling upon a modern day problem that requires a solution that doesn't reside in our brains, right? Right. And this is really the key. It's been the key to breakthrough, breakthroughs, breakthrough over centuries. Right. I don't know how many of you remember, um, well, certainly you remember Wayne Dyer, masterful teacher, masterful, but he wrote a book, um, There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. And even if you're not religious, this is not about religious, this is about going into, and Edgar Cayce, um, the sleeping prophet, the, the psychic who was a master predictor of events. but going to that quiet place where we download inspiration and learn and inside ourselves learn how to bring it forth in the world that that is a spiritual solution that is and it reminds us that we are not alone that we are part vibrationally energetically part of the cosmos and I think that's good because right now, uh, many of us, when we're sheltering in place, feel alone. Uh, we feel alone. And yet, I think we are just coming around to expressing that we feel alone. See, because I think we have, we're starting to act in interesting ways. But really, what are we feeling on the outside? I mean, what if we all held hands and say, I feel alone today? right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's unusual because here we are connected by the greatest technology on the planet, all of us, and we feel alone. You know, the, in the Buddhist practice, there's this place of getting back to emptiness. Oh, I'm sure I'm, I'm not doing, I apologize in advance um, <laughs> if I've misrepresented that to everyone out there, but there's a reason for that. And, you know, we're going through such a rapid change and transformation we're not taking a moment to breathe and grieve, breathe and grieve, breathe and grieve for what we had, which people are saying, we're not going to have that again in the near future. And we have to find that place of peace that you're referring to. And that place of peace, um, there was a religious scholar and philosopher, was it Alan Watts, who said, who said, um, the wisdom of insecurity. There's a, there is a, and that's the beginner's, uh, the beginner's mind. When you don't know, can be the most powerful place ever. So we don't have a solution out there. And 
truthfully, it's out of our control, but you do have the ability to tap in and to fortify and to amplify your connection. And the things I want to talk about some key practices and because the meditation is going to help us uh, get to these also, but there's some key practices that we should think about doing. And Dr. Pat, you're the one who reminded me of this, uh, this idea, daily respite, because I was burnt out last week. I, I'd had enough. And you said to me, take a daily respite. So I thought about what does that mean? Well, for me, I go and sit out on the grass with the dogs, and usually the cat comes out of the barn and sits with us. And that, for me, is enough to settle me back down, get me back into where it doesn't feel so crazy, and I feel like, oh, okay, all right, it's going to be okay. So anything you can do for a daily respite. I am a strong proponent. You'll probably never hear a show I do that doesn't tell you. You need to link up more with nature. Uh, Take a walk, take a hike, go look at some flowers, sit under a tree. I have, I, on my front porch, I have the hummingbird feeder up. So I watch the hummingbirds. The other thing is gratitude. Um, And I wrote my recent blog that's going to be up on my on my web page. Uh, my website is drdrsharonmartin.com. My blog is about gratitude. That's a key key energy to hold right now. And the other is to surrender to know, and this is your serenity prayer, Pat, our serenity prayer. Know that there are things we have no control over. Corona. Usually, most of us have no control over the politics. Yes, please vote. Everybody vote. However you vote, do it. You do have power over that. The news and all the crazy time. Um, So surrender to higher power. And then call in the big guys. The big guys to me are my higher self, the nature spirits, and then those higher beings the ascended masters, those are energetic beings that kind of lift me, reminds me that there are other vibrations I can aspire to. So what do you, what would you add to key practices? Um, It's, there's been a simple prayer for me that I've learned and I repeat it over and over again in my mind. It doesn't matter what shows up, good, bad, or indifferent. I say, thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. It's very simple. And I repeat it over and over and over and over again. Because one of the things I learned, gratitude and fear cannot coexist. Gratitude and doubt cannot coexist. Gratitude and any negative thought cannot coexist on the same plane. Believe me, I tried. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when I was told that, and I didn't believe it, and I tried hard. To be in gratitude or even think gratitude, like thank you, God, thank you, spirit, thank you, goddess, thank you, warrior, thank you, Buddha, thank you, Baha'u'llah, whatever that is. If I'm in that, I am not thinking I'm not enough. I'm not doing a good job. What am I going to do? How am I going to pay the bills? Blah, blah, blah. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. 
So my blog, I wrote about that because I think that's a key element for resilience. To me, gratitude is when you enter that safe space and that soft, safe space. And there are no, there are no bad thoughts because you are safe and you are, and you don't have any agitation. It's it, gratitude softens you out. But anyway, um, what do you do for a daily respite? Uh, ping pong. <laughs> I mean, to, you know, I, I got the table, I got the robot and it doesn't matter how long I play or even sharing how well I play. There's something about that level of focus on a little white ball that's being shot at you at about 40 miles an hour where you pay attention. And I'm one of these people, I talked about this the other day. Um, I'm one of these people that I'm, you know, I'm actionalized by multiple senses. So that means I'm doing this. I got my iPod blasting David Bowie um, or something on there going on. Right. Uh, and even on a good day, I might even have on my practice screen somebody telling me how to hit a good backhand. And I can get all those things going. But it's the repetition. And the focus of hitting that ball, I just smile. That's my daily five minutes. And when I don't do it, Jessica says, you got to play. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah. That's what she says. But I also have a really strong spiritual practice. I mean, outside of that. Mm-hmm. I got to turn on the TV that shows somebody that's giving me something or serious radio or so. I don't know. I've got to have it going on. Mm -hmm. I got to remember that because it tells me the truth of who I am. Yeah. I listen to, um, to spiritual telecalls that have been recorded that, and it transports me. So yeah. when we come back, I want to use the guided meditation as a way to help us tap into earth energy of the nature divas and elementals and sky energy of the ascended masters and the angel realm, because we literally are the connection between the two and we are a channel that can receive both. And in doing that, I think it's going to help you with your resilience and you can listen to it over and over. Um, but let's do that when we come back. Let's let's just take a 15-minute chill down, regroup, and resilify. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Make like more it. resilient. Resilify ourselves. I like so. it. Yeah. Let's take a shorty, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, everyone. This is a great time to spend some minutes. What I want to do is help us, you and me, believe me, I need it as much as you do, drop into that space that's going to really amplify our resilience. And how do we do that? Well, we're going to connect to nature spirits and to the ascended masters. So if you'd like to get sort of quiet now or sit back on the couch, if you're driving, why don't you pull over? I'd rather you not be driving while you're 
while you're dropping into a meditative state. Let's just let the world go away for a minute and take a few nice deep breaths, bringing air in the nose and just let it all out. All of the tension of the day goes out, goes out your mouth. And just let that go, dropping your shoulders, relaxing your back. And let's just take this time as I lead you on a visualization to really link up, to really be what I call the Holy Trinity. You are a divine connection between earth and sky between heaven and earth. So as you breathe, just find your awareness coming back into your body. Leave the outside world behind. And feel your awareness travel down to your feet. And feel how you connect, your energy field connects even past your feet, deep into the earth itself. Feel that connection and letting your awareness go up the top of your head as your energy field expands out, even above your scalp, way above, as you connect to the cosmos, to the angelic realm. And as you're sitting here in that beautiful connection, I see it sometimes as a golden channel. I want you to see before yourself something of nature, something of the nature spirits. Maybe you're someone who sees fairies. Maybe you're someone who very much loves to be in and around trees. Maybe you're somebody like me when I garden. I talk to the tomatoes and the peppers and just ask the spirits of those plants to make the garden productive. Gather around you any nature spirits, any elementals. Gather around you these protectors of the earth realm. And feel them coming to your field and ask for their help. Ask for them to clear your energy field of any short circuits. Take away the tension, the chaos. Ask them to fortify you. And ask them to strengthen your connection to the energies and power of the earth. And let your awareness follow as they answer your request and they come around you, these gorgeous spirits, spirits in charge of the plant and mineral world, spirits that move through the forest and the waters. See them around you 
working their magic. This is the magic kingdom. Feel them working their magic. Even if you see them whisking away debris in your field, maybe you can feel them sprinkling you with the likes of fairy dust. All the time heightening your connection to the earth. All the time clearing your field. Clearing it, fortifying, strengthening. These nature spirits are available to connect with you anytime. And if you haven't been in contact with them for years or maybe never, get back in touch. They're very powerful helpers for Earth nowadays. And as they link with you, they're going to help you navigate the chaos in the world today, the forces that are tumbling around. They're going to help you ground and center your field, balancing all your electrical currents and aligning you. And let's just feel that for a minute again as you know that you have connected to ground, you have centered. You're balanced and you're aligned. And feel that one more time. Grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned. And now we just thank the nature spirits. They may stay for the rest of this, but you're going to turn your attention now to the angel realm, to the high vibrational, spiritually high vibration, and see in your mind's eye something from the ascended master realm. That could be Buddha. Jesus, St. Francis, Mother Mary, St. Germain of the Violet Flame, any of these high vibrational beings. Maybe you have an angel that watches over you. Bringing the angel realm close to you now. And you can feel that coming in down through your crown chakra at the top of your head, you're inviting them to come and clear your field, putting their high vibrational energies into the clearing as well. And that pours in, and sometimes I see it as golden light pouring in. However you see it, they're pouring in this is high vibrational energy. 
in Peru, the Caro Indians call this SAMI, S-A-M-I, bringing in this high vibrational energy to clear. And it helps shed the denser, heavy stuff that's called hucha. So let's just let them brilliantly illuminate our field, reminding us that we have connection not only to the earth, but also to the sky, to higher vibrational energies. Any of these ascended masters, and I use that that word for either gender, any of these higher spiritual beings, and maybe more than one, feel that beautiful breeze come over you as they clear your field and fortify, pouring in golden light through your crown chakra And maybe one of them is telling you something specific that you can do in the coming days and months. Maybe there's a message for you. Something as simple as you could drink less caffeine and you won't be so stressed out. Whatever they want to tell you, now's the time to hear their message. And as you look around, you notice that their wispy energy feelers and and feathery waves of energy that are coming, pouring down all around you are really linking up beautifully with the elementals and nature divas. And you can just see that gorgeous dance of these two energies as they are around your field. They're around your field, swirling as they're clearing you and filling you up with the Sammy and removing the Hucha. Stay a minute in that place where you are joined in that holy triad of the key element between earth and sky. Feeling your field well up with power and courage and resilience. And come back to this place often. Call your helpers. And if you haven't ever met the nature helpers, take a moment sometime to take a walk in nature and link up with them. And if you don't always turn to the angel realm, sit some time and open your heart and ask to connect to these higher beings. We as humans have countless numbers of helpers. All we have to do is ask. The magic kingdom is waiting to guide us. 
The angel world is here, watching over our shoulder, ready to step in if we need them. Link up and do it often. And just gently now, quietly feeling your resilience and your power has amplified. Take a minute to say goodbye to the nature divas. Say goodbye to the angel realm with deep gratitude for their power and their assistance and for the resilience that has grown inside you today. And be ready to go back and meet them anytime. They're there anytime you want their help. And so with gratitude, we say goodbye to them and bring ourselves back, bring our awareness back to this time and this place. And come on back now, bringing yourself back to the world. And thank you. Thank you to them. Thank you to you for listening. I always get so peaceful linking up with them. I know it's amazing. It's exactly, it's exactly how to close the gap, right? Yeah. It is probably one of the first massively important steps in building any form of resilience for anything. Right. Dr. Sharon Martin, everybody, please find out more about Doc Martin, some fantastic blogs. We're actually going to be setting up videos on the meditation she does. You're going to see those shortly. Um, DrSharonMartin.com. Doc Martin, last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? Well, usually I'm inspired to have something big and philosophical. <laughs> but when you said about my blogs, I just remembered one of the animals that lives on, on this property with me. And um, she's a miniature donkey. And one of my blogs was about Gina, the miniature donkey. And I was thinking about resilience and daily respite. And even though it seems silly and inconsequential, Every time I go out and brush her and feed her, even though she doesn't talk back, you connect in a, it's a peaceful moment. And those peaceful moments, little ones all day long, are going to grow your resilience. So my message is find your peaceful moment. Grow it, build it, and do several of them in the day. And pretty soon the day is tolerable and you're resilient till the next day. So I guess that's my message for today. Wow. You know, it, I studied with someone a number of years ago. And you, you know how people say things to you in your life. And at the time they say them, um, it just, it's like way over your head, right? Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I have rolled my eyes at people um, when I was younger, and I find myself today sort of reflecting and remembering, 
you know, what those messages were, what those, why those angels were put in front of us, you know, what they were here to help us with. And, you know, your message and your ability to take us and transform an energy, you know, it is exactly the guidance and the energetic and angelic energy that we really need because not just our physicality, not our bodies that long to be resilient, but it's our heart, you know, our souls. And to remind us what we're truly capable of. And and that today, Dr. Martin, that, that today in what you brought forward it is something that we'll be able to listen to over and over and over again as we will take that meditation as well and really bring it forward separately. Mm-hmm. But I love it, that. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful message. And it is something that reminds all of us, big, small, you know, old, young, um, all parts of the world, all spiritual, religious practices. It mm-hmm. is the one thing we all have the ability to do. And yeah. that is get to the place where you just took us. And that's the work I do and what I love to do. So if anyone needs my help, um, you can find me on drsharonmartin.com, email me. That's, that's what it's all about. If I can guide you to finding at least one more day more quiet than you left the last day, more right. peaceful, and more right. ready to step into your own power, that's what it's all about. That's what I like to do. And that is what you do. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharon Martin, everybody, Maximum Medicine. And you are going to be hearing much more and being able to see the beautiful blessings and visualizations that we're preparing to share with all of you. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. Jessica, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. And remember this one thing um, that I have to remind myself of. In the words of Matt James, whatever you think you are, You are much more than that. We'll see you next time. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're going to be together the third Wednesday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific for candid, honest conversations to help you change the way you think about healing, about yourself, about your life. Did you hear your answer on the show? Well, I will be with you next month, ready for all your questions from energy medicine to traditional healing and beyond. Healing is flow, movement, and destination. But are you stuck? What is your true destiny line? Listen in, call in to let the world know. Together, we'll choose what brings you into healing and let you call in all the power of the universe to act on your behalf. Reclaim your path. To learn more about me, Doc Martin, and Maximum Medicine, The Healing Hour, visit www.drsharonmartin.com. See you all next time.